بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم Assalamu alaikum Welcome to the Zaytuna College Ramadan podcast During this blessed month we invite you to join the faculty staff and guests of Zaytuna College as they reflect upon timeless reminders from the Quran and the Islamic tradition Today's episode is by Sheikh Faraz Khan, who teaches creedal and natural theology along with logic and prophetic biography at Zaytuna College. Inculcating taqwa, piety rooted in God consciousness, is a specific aim of devotion during the sacred month of Ramadan. Yet many diseases of the heart prevent one from doing so. In this episode, Sheikh Faraz discusses verses from the Quran and sayings from the Islamic tradition that highlight barriers to increasing taqwa. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahir Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallillahumma ala Sidna Muhammad and Nabiyunumi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim. Rabbana atina min ladunka rahma wa hayya lana min amrina rashada. Assalamu alaikum. Ramadan as a month in which we go back to the Quran and we find an antidote and a cure to diseases of the heart. Allah Ta'ala describes the Qur'an as a profound cure. وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ That we send down from the Qur'an that which is a cure and a great mercy for the believers, for those who are willing to accept the cure. Another disease of the heart that is pernicious and dangerous for one's relationship with Allah Ta'ala, with God Almighty, is what's called ujub, or vanity, or narcissism. Ujub. And there is an allusion to this disease in the verse of Surah Fatir, in which Allah Ta'ala states, أَفَمَنْ زُيِّنَ لَهُ سُوءُ عَمَلِهِ فَرَآهُ حَسَنًا that are those who their wicked actions are made appealing to them internally such that they see it, they see such actions as good. In other words, are such people equal to the rightly guided? So that their su'u amal, su'u amalihi, that the wicked of such a person's actions, zuyinalahu, is decked or decorated for them, decked out in their minds internally, faraahu hasana, such that he or she sees it, such that he sees it as good. There's also a hadith of the Prophet that mentions this disease. Imam Bayhaqi relates the hadith. That the Prophet said, muhlikat." There are three things that are utterly destructive: shuhun muta', stinginess or miserliness that is obeyed, wahawan muttaba', and whims, stubborn whims that are that one succumbs to, wa'ajabul mar'i bi nafsi, and for a person to be impressed with himself. For a person to be impressed with himself, whether one is impressed with their physical features, 
whether one is impressed with their intellect, whether one is impressed with their emotional strength, whether one is impressed with their wealth, whether one is impressed with their fame, whether one is impressed with their eloquence, whether one is impressed with their, you know, whatever gift of the divine that a person has and attributes it to oneself and forgets to attribute it to Allah Ta'ala, to God Almighty, leads to this ujub, this vanity or narcissism. And it is uh, at bottom a failure to see the true origin of all of our good. And the worst type is the one referenced in the book of Allah, in the verse that we mentioned, that if a person is actually acting out in an evil way and they see that as good, that's obviously the worst type. But even if it's a positive feature of an individual, yet they are, all that, all that one sees is that positive feature and they forget the giver, the one who bestows all of our blessings, which is God Almighty. One of the early imams of our tradition, Abu Madian, he said, Man tazayyana bi za'ilin fahuwa maghrur. That whoever decorates himself or herself, whoever adorns oneself with something that is fleeting, that is temporary, that is that does not last, is truly deceived. Man tazayyana bi za'il fahuwa maghrur that such a person uh, does not see things as they are. So all of the gifts that we have from Allah Ta'ala are fleeting. They are temporary. And the only thing that lasts permanently are righteous works and faith. Baqiyatu salihat Immortal good deeds. Good deeds that live forever. The features of our worldly existence will pass away. But that which we send off into the next life of good will await us, will await us in the next life. So, you know, whoever is infatuated with something that won't last, is not, you know, is someone that is deluded. Ultimately, also, it is a lack of gratitude. One of the early imams of our tradition, Abu Sulaiman al-Darani, said, كَيْفَ يُعْجِبُ عَاقِلٌ بِعَمَلِهِ وَإِنَّمَا عَمَلُهُ عَطِيَةٌ مِّنَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى وَنِعْمَةٌ مِّنْهُ عَلَيْهِ شُكْرُهَا How can any intelligent person be impressed with his something that he or she does? How can an intelligent person be impressed with their own action? When one's action is merely a gift from God and a blessing from Him for which He should be grateful. This is in the context of the good deeds that we perform. That in other words, even the good works, even the righteous actions that we perform should not be a cause of vanity, but rather, alayhi shukruha, we should be grateful for even the good deeds that we have, we are given tawfiq to do because the only reason anyone performs a good deed, wama tawfiqi illa billah, it's because of the tawfiq or the divine granted success that a person receives from Allah Almighty. So, this is also related to gratitude, which is one of the important lessons of Ramadan. 
And gratitude is the door to more blessings. As Allah Ta'ala states in Surah Ibrahim, وَإِذْ تَأَذَّنَ رَبُّكُمْ لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ That when your Lord, remember when your Lord proclaimed that if you are grateful, I shall certainly increase you. I shall certainly give you more. So gratitude, so in other words, vanity is a way for the blessings to be folded up and recede, God forbid. Whereas gratitude is the basis that God has given us as a means to receive more blessings. And if we were to reflect on how much God has given us, we cannot enumerate it. وَإِن تَعُدُّ نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْسُوهَا If you try to count the blessings of God upon you, you cannot count them all. So shukr or gratitude is the attitude of the true believer, the person of taqwa. Imam Junaid, one of the early imams of our tradition said, shukr an la That gratitude entails that God is not disobeyed with the very blessings he gives. Gratitude entails that Allah Ta'ala is not disobeyed with the very blessings that he gives. So part of our gratitude is the path of taqwa. Part of our gratitude or an expression of our gratitude is to stay within the limits that God has sent down, that Allah, that Allah Ta'ala has sent down. Imam Junaid also said, Ashukr an la tara nafsaka ahlan ni'ma. He said, Rahimahullah, that gratitude is that you don't see yourself as worthy of the blessing. So again, the opposite of vanity. Rather than ujub, rather than being impressed with oneself, one should be humble enough to see that it's only from the favor of God. It's not be- anything because of the individual that they receive the blessing. It's just divine favor. Which is why another description of gratitude that is given by some of the early Imams, a shukr, shuhudul minna, that gratitude is to witness the divine favor. Wahifthul hurma, and to stay within the bounds of the sacred. In other words, to not transgress and commit anything that is displeasing to our Lord. May Allah Ta'ala grant us tawfiq to be people of gratitude and to never fall into vanity. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Thank you for listening to the Zaytuna College Ramadan Podcast. Help root Islamic scholarship in the soil of America by visiting zaytuna.edu forward slash support.